0: Welcome, what is up, thank you so much (laughs) for joining us tonight, Uh, welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, I'm Jeff James, as always with me, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Faults, my friend, how are you?
1: Well, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> I literally just finished show notes as we went live, so... <laughs> there we go. Rushed myself a little bit tonight, but yeah, other than that, I'm peachy. How about yourself?
0: Good. I, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, I'm just ready for the weekend. I know it's Thursday, but also stoked to be doing the show. It's a pretty thick show. It's a thick boy tonight. Um, yeah. We've got quite the news going on. It is a, it is a thick
1: show. I underestimated... Yeah, I definitely underestimated uh, how much I actually had here.
0: (laughs) Good God. Um, I Also, there's a little bit of delay in the Discord, so I think we're fucked on that. So that's great.
1: I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure there's a terrible delay in the Discord, actually. Really? It's real bad. Is it really bad? Yeah, a couple seconds, probably. Hold on a second. yeah
0: okay through the (laughs) magic of broadcasting we're back right better there we go great perfect fantastic fantastic that's how we do it here um anyways yeah so uh big show today uh we've got state of play we've got the switch oled version oled uh oled model to talk about we've got assassin's creed infinity we've got some upcoming games coming out my lordy mcgordy it's a good show so uh stay tuned stay in there and uh Hang out with us. Uh, If this is your first time ever watching the show on YouTube or Twitch, welcome. And if this is your first time listening to the show on uh, your podcast platform of choice, because we're on every single podcast platform, welcome. We do this show live every Thursday night around 9.30 Eastern time. That's 6.30 Pacific for you peasants out there on the West Coast. And uh, (laughs) we do the uh, audio version of the show goes up very early uh, morning on, uh, on Friday morning, typically around like five, five thirty 30 in the morning. So you can listen to it on your morning commute, um, amongst, you know, all the other things you do. So, uh, welcome. And, uh, I, I mean, I guess kind of jump in what we're, what we've been playing, man.
1: Yeah. So I've played a, a little bit of Mario golf. We actually played it over at your house, uh, oh, which yeah. that was a great time. It was uh, Honestly, that game, as a party game is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Playing it by yourself, not not my favorite. But as a party game, a lot of fun. Um, we actually even, my my six-year-old played with us as well. He so did really was well. Pretty cool. Yeah, he actually did pretty good. I was surprised. Uh, we played some Smash Bros. as well. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, I mean, really, I've played a little bit of Rocket League as usual. And then I've been kind of powering through Scarlet Nexus, which... I just hit the point where um, it actually is is starting to grip my attention Uh, there for a while. I was kind of like, man, I don't I don't know if I can get into this game. And it's finally gotten to the point where the story kind of is picking up and I'm getting used to the gameplay and I really enjoy it now. So finally getting there and super excited to continue that. And it's even the story's. Nothing groundbreaking necessarily, but the way that it's written, it seems like if you were to go through and do that second playthrough with the with the other character, mm-hmm. uh, you'll you'll get a pretty different story just by the way it's laid out. I don't know that for a fact, but it does seem like it would be quite different based on the events that have happened so far with with uh, Kasane. So very cool. What have you been playing?
0: Sweet. Uh, well, I've been playing Mario Golf, like yourself. Obviously, we, we played that together. Um, played some Overwatch, of course course uh and then uh i actually uh am pretty far into um uh ratchet and clank so far so i'm i'm right. almost done almost done it um uh i've been going around and collecting a little bit more things um unlike me i'm not a completionist at all i kind of just like get the story oh. done and then i and then i go back to it oh boy okay you alive you there yeah okay cool. i was
1: refreshing it because we were starting to get the delay again God. So.
0: I don't understand the delay. It's got to be Discord at this point, but that's crazy. It
1: is Discord. Oh,
0: Discord. I love you and hate you at the same time. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, ripping through Ratchet & Clank, loving it. God, it's such a good game. Oh, my goodness. It is so good, man. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's fantastic. I re- I really enjoy all of the time that I put into it, which was about 21 hours or so uh, to 100% it, and I got... All of the all of the guns that you get in the first playthrough, mm-hmm. up to level five, and pretty much fully upgraded. I I spent a little bit of extra time just just kind of ironing out some of the the little details, just because I was I wasn't really ready for it to be over with, and uh, I really hope that we get some DLC for this game or something, because I I absolutely adore this game, it's so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just stoked for when they actually put dlc out for it but i don't know are you serious it's that bad with discord right now
1: yeah it's like every 10 seconds it. i don't
0: understand back. because you're so smooth on my end through yeah. discord but like there's nothing wrong yeah. on my end i hate technology so much bro i love it and hate it at the same time <laughs> uh, it makes no sense
1: gonna have to go back to google hangouts <laughs> oh
0: god i mean i'm hardwired in i've I've got everything Go. You're hardwired in. I don't understand. However, there's yeah. supposedly a bug out there at Discord. This is well known. Who knows? Yeah, uh, anyways. It's,
1: you... it's been the last two episodes that we've seen. The, I know. Yeah. These major issues, really.
0: Pain in the ass. We might have to go back to uh. Google Duo because it's not Hangouts anymore. We used Hangouts for so long, they renamed yeah. it. So, All right. You want to hit us with the uh, upcoming releases?
1: Yeah, so July 9th, Black Skylands is coming to PC. Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin is coming to PC and Switch. July 13th, Curved Space is coming to Switch. Outsider... Afterlife is coming to PC, Where the Heart Leads is coming to PS5 and PS4. On July 14th, Skydome is coming to PC, and Spacepunks is coming to PC. And on July 15th, Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective is coming to Switch, <laughs> and Space Jam, <laughs> A New Legacy, the game, is coming to PC and Xbox.
0: Wow, a movie game.
1: Oh, you gotta love the movie games.
0: I've I haven't seen a movie game in a long time.
1: I'm okay with not seeing movie games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um is there anything on here uh, yeah, that kind I don't of know. catches your interest at all or no?
1: Uh I'm really interested in Monster Hunter stories. Two, uh, I've been playing through the demo of that, which I forgot to mention in the what we're playing section there. Uh, really enjoying it. I mean, it's it's kind of like a more advanced version of rock, paper, scissors, right? Like right, yeah. You kind of learn the patterns of what different people are going to be doing or, or what different monsters are going to be doing. And you just kind of get a feel for that. I mean, the first time through, you're just kind of guessing. Um But once you get that figured out, it's not too bad. And then on top of that, I mean, there's some added elements to it where uh, it's not just a simple rock, paper, scissors type deal. But the nice thing about this is the kids were real interested in playing Monster Hunter, and I told them it would probably be too hard for them. so they wanted to play something and this just so happens to be coming out here obviously very soon and uh, i'll probably end up picking this up both for them and for me just to see you know uh, if they end up enjoying it and i'll definitely play through it and i'm i'm having a blast with it so other than that that's about it i yeah how about you um there's not
0: much that has been kind of that I've been looking at that's been like, oh my gosh, I need to play that. Um, but I'm interested to see how the Space Jam game goes. <laughs> Considering. Uh, oh, you know, I'm sure everything. it's going to be great. But we'll have to see. Um, anyways, yeah. So uh, moving on from that, uh, we've got kind of a big piece of news. The Assassin's Creed Infinity appears to be uh, a live service game which is fascinating and uh i mean you know I, I don't i don't know how to how to make this you know come out in a nice way for me but essentially i think that's shit you know like i just don't think that that that's that that's going to be you know a good thing i think that that's a shitty thing to do and a shitty thing to have but you know who knows who cares what I think, right?
1: <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not super keen, super keen, keen on it either. either but I, it is it what it is. is. I, don't I don't know. know. It, it, it's, it's one of those, of those weird things, things where, where I, 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 I I'm after the, last I mean, after the last couple of Assassin's, Assassin's Creeds. Creed, while they, well, they haven't, haven't been, been terrible, I just cannot get into them anymore, and I really, really would like, like to. Because I do enjoy some elements of it, but right. uh, I'm not super. I'm not super excited about about a live service Assassin's Creed game, as the games are already kind of too much for me. I mean, playing through Valhalla is just exhausting. Yeah, yeah, and the idea of that being entirely live is just sounds awful. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but it does not sound enjoyable and by any means. Um, I I enjoy a good MMO too, and that's. Uh, but I just don't I
0: enjoy th- a good MMO,
1: <laughs> and I just don't think it has what it takes to be a good MMO. Uh, <laughs> I I could be wrong, right? But um, mm. I just everything about this just seems terrible to me. I mean, do
0: you think that they're doing it on the basis of just a money grab? Or,
1: i would assume so i mean that's a constant flow of money in um yeah. for these live service games i mean they do exceptionally well um so i i could very much see that this is definitely a a, a bit of a money grab um of course they're trying to say it's not right and yeah. why would they <laughs> they're not going to come out and be like so this is because we like money <laughs> um even though we know Damn well that's probably what it is, but right, yeah. um I, I think it's a mixture of a couple things. I think they're running out of i of main ideas to do full blown games. Sure. And so I think if they can do a kind of multi location setting like this, I think they can keep it alive for a little bit longer. They also did note that um, fans really have wanted more of a coherent coherent experience as far as the you know Ultimately, I think it comes down to they saw how much people make off of live service games, and they want a piece of that fucking pie.
0: Sure, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll run through the story. I might as well read our copy right that you beautifully wrote. But uh, while you. rumors were flying wild this week, uh, Ubisoft put out a formal news article that told us close to nothing, other than the fact. <laughs> Uh, that the next game will be a multi-studio project and hinted that it could be an ongoing project. So going forward, the rest of these notes uh, will be uh, sorry will be things that we've heard through leaks. So take them with a grain of salt, as always. And much of most most of these sorry rumors come from. God damn it! he put the grape loving friend, <laughs> Jason Schreier, at Bloomberg. Okay, so it's gonna be a massive online platform uh, that evolves over time. Okay. It's going to include multiple settings that will somehow all be connected in some way, shape, or form. And it's supposedly still years from release. So, the other rumor, too, on this is that they aren't just going to make Assassin's Creed Infinity and then that's it for Assassin's Creed. They're also going to make, like, you know, your normal Assassin's Creed games as well going forward. So, yeah,
1: it does seem. I mean, uh, probably more spaced out than what we've been getting, though. Right. Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I
0: would assume part. eventually they'll die off. Yeah. As and this would just I, be the model.
1: Part of me is kind of surprised that we've made it this far and still have Assassin's Creed games. To be <laughs> right. perfectly honest, like yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. It's that's one fair. Of those I mean, franchises there franchises that just doesn't seem to die. I mean, there's
0: been a lot, for sure. Yeah. There's been a ton of them, actually. So. I, I feel you on that one for sure. Um, so, I mean, I guess on this, you know, hey, that's kind of neat. I mean, everybody wants to go to these games as a service um, uh, models and make an ass load of money. Let's be real, right? It's a business at the end of the day. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, cool. I, I I From what I've seen online, nobody wants this, which was actually <laughs> no, confusing nope. to me because I, I don't know. And, and perhaps I just read things poorly, but, like, I thought people would actually enjoy this or want
1: this. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like a lot of people are actually burnout on this on this kind of typical model, uh, this this Assassin's Creed game every year, every other year type of thing. Um, so I I think the burnout's very real from these games as a whole. But I also I think a lot of people just don't have faith in this live service game because i mean we've seen it in destiny where people are getting sick of destiny and in the things that they've tried to pull with yeah crazy microtransactions and eight different types of currency mm-hmm. i mean really where these live service games seem to do the best is when you're talking about a full-blown mmo like basically wow or final fantasy 14. those mm-hmm. are like the the two top tier like massive mmo Uh, that seems redundant uh mmo (laughs) games that bring in a constant flow of money in this live service format and it doesn't i mean they seem to work okay as far as giving the studio revenue but they get a lot of pushback like again destiny is the one that really comes to mind where it, it is this live service but i mean it's lost countless people to to the actual like experience as a whole. I mean, I used to love destiny and I can't, I can hardly stand to play it anymore. Cause there's just too many different types of currency, too many different hoops you have to jump through in order to get caught back up. I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it doesn't seem to work very well, especially in a console landscape. Yeah. Um,
0: I agree. I fully agree. I mean, I just, they want to do what other people have done. And I don't think, I think Ubisoft makes great games, but I don't think Ubisoft makes a good live game. Right, and on this scale that they're kind of dreaming up of, right? I mean, I just don't, I don't, I just don't see it.
1: I mean, and we also have Riders Republic right around the corner that also appears <clears throat> to be some sort of a live service game. in in some way shape or form i mean as far as having a battle pass and things like that so i mean they're they're definitely trying to uh get into this realm and and bring in some of that constant income rather than having to churn out dlc constantly they'd rather just Mm -hmm. work on smaller little updates and things that they can push out and, and get people to play and i i i don't know i just i don't foresee this going well and i i'm personally not excited for this at all i will I will not be picking this up. I made the mistake of buying Valhalla. I have played 22 <laughs> hours of it, and I don't have any intention of returning. So. Uh,
0: but they did updates, right? Like the updates helped or no?
1: A little bit. Um, I haven't played for months at this point. Sure. <laughs> like I, I have other things I'd rather be playing. So I do have it on that back burner, and I may eventually go back to it. And I, I, But right now it's uh, out of sight, out of mind. So.
0: Gotcha. Cool
1: um so nintendo announced (laughs) i I don't even (laughs) um so the 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 switch pro that has been rumored for a very long time uh is not coming at least not now instead nintendo announced the very cleverly named nintendo switch parentheses oled uh parentheses which (laughs) um is is a um, a, the the same switch with a better screen slightly larger goes up to a seven inch screen rather than the 6.2 inch screen Um, it will cost you more money though when it does launch Uh, it will be $350 rather Mm. than replacing the original switch and dropping its price down a little bit they more went for the method of going to $350 and um, hoping for the best while keeping the regular Switch at its normal price point. Except for I did see that uh, the regular Switch has dropped about $20 in Canada. So there is that. Um, it's That's already the only over, thing Yeah, but seen, it's already but... fucking
0: overpriced in Canada. Let's be well, real. yeah. Um, it's like fucking, what, 250 in Canada or 350 in Canada already?
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: It's fucking stupid. I mean, it's like $90 for like a new game in Canada. It's stupid.
1: So this will be dropping October 8th. Uh, they had a whole kind of... Um, like two minute presentation this was literally announced in a tweet like it yeah, it's just a video still, and a tweet kind yeah of crazy. a video and a tweet that's all it was Which i get so it like, i mean hey.
0: i don't think you needed this at a direct right. honestly
1: so yeah and this will launch october 8th they showed this off it it's got a white dock that also adds in the um uh, uh land land thank you <laughs> the land uh, connection into the dock so you don't have to have that USB adapter. Uh, the Joy-Cons are also white, which are kind of cool. I mean, it does look very sharp. Uh, you will be able to buy the docks separate if you do just want the dock. Um, other than that, I mean there's there are no internal upgrades to this system well at all
0: there there's better speakers so that came out after. There are, are, quote, enhanced speakers.
1: Well, I mean from a performance standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a better kickstand. Yeah, okay, yeah. So
0: so let's start with the screen. 6.2 to 7. Sounds really small. It makes a big difference. I mean, I'm going to give them that. It's it's decent. I mean, it's like the same as you going from like, like I used to have like a a normal iPhone and now I have like the the Pro Max. Yeah. And it's huge, but I love it. I love how massive my phone is. Mm -hmm. And I'll probably never go back. Um, and then yeah, you've got the kickstand, which is great. I wish that they would bring that to the the one that's out now because so many people break their fucking kickstand off. The
1: quality of that kickstand is still questionable, though. I, yes, we we haven't seen it right. We it does have different positions that you yeah. lock in at, but things. it's it's but, wider.
0: You would imagine that because it's a bigger piece of plastic and it's got different angles too.
1: I hope so. I hope so because. <laughs> After seeing the original original Switch's kickstand, I have no hope that this is going to be a solid kickstand. I I have to see this thing first. And honestly, the good thing about this is once this actually comes out, somebody will replicate this backplate. And I will buy one off of Amazon so I can install it on my Switch. And I am absolutely looking forward to putting that onto my Switch from some third-party seller. (laughs) It's going to be great
0: god yeah I'm um'm I'm, I'm looking forward to just having a bigger screen switch less bezels the better because you know that sucks but then yeah also you know there's there's the there's a couple more things so then there's you know enhanced speakers inside of it you've also got like you said it's in white okay which is cool it, it looks it, great it looks very good it looks phenomenal in white um, then you've also got um, the added sense to where you've got um, uh, the memory card, which, I mean, it just basically comes with a SanDisk 64 gig memory card, which right. is 32 gig to be a total of 64 gigs out of the box. It's $10 mm-hmm. for that. Right. Okay, cool. All right. Um, and then the LAN adapter, like you said, in the dock. I mean, it's $11 on Amazon for one of those. So. I mean, you know, that's...
1: It is what it is. Here's my thing. I think that this is a good upgrade to the Switch, but I Mm -hmm. think it should have came in at the normal Switch price, Drop the normal Switch down a little bit in price, sell through that, and now make this your main Switch. I also think that... The reason this is so disappointing is because we've had rumors of a Switch Pro for so fucking long at this point, and now, but, and it feels so lackluster. It is not a bad addition to this Switch library, but it seems unnecessary. It seems like it is half of, half of, what, or not even half, it's like a quarter of what people actually wanted. A better screen and the yeah. LAN adapter. But the, I it's mean, it's a quality
0: of life update, though. Yeah. To a product, for right?
1: Fifty dollars more. Yeah. Which, well, I again, mean, is fifty dollars less than what it costs to buy a PlayStation Five digital edition?
0: No, I or, I agree on that. I I agree or on that.
1: Fifty dollars more than a Series S. Let's like, be it, real it's though. Crazy. Like
0: I think their pricing is a little fucked up because of materials. Yeah right now you know like i I think i think that hurts a lot of things
1: it's also nintendo and they absolute i this price point doesn't surprise well it's also
0: an oled screen right so i mean there's that too it's a big difference i mean my my biggest grievance with the whole thing as a total is that the oled screen everyone's like all 4k i don't give a shit about that let's get to 1080 on the the screen first
1: from 720 straight to 4k how about let's just get to 1080p
0: on the screen in handheld mode
1: but so yeah and with that oled screen but i mean i i get where you're coming from there but i also like the switch has not gotten a price drop in four and a half years doesn't need to it doesn't need to but it seems odd to come in higher on this one i don't i understand I, they can because it's nintendo and yeah people will buy it anyway they Nintendo can yeah they Nintendo can do whatever the fuck they want i understand that <laughs> um but it, it's it's just disappointing to me like I, I at least have like bluetooth adapter built into this thing too like things just that's sure, a yeah. quality of life improvement that, that would have been that would have been much
0: would appreciated love to see yeah
1: and that's relatively minor you can buy an adapter i know but God, i mean i just... i
0: personally think just the materials in general upgrading they the didn't... plastic to a to more of a textured plastic at the least
1: bet the joy-con still drift within four months too oh boy oh boy um I, I... I fixed so, a lot of Joy-Cons. So, I'm a so, little salty about it. <laughs>
0: so here's <laughs> – here's, you have. You've fixed a lot. So here's my theory on, on this is that – and why there's not a price drop. I think that this is just going to be the normal Switch. So they are going to – over the next however many months it's going to be, probably a lot because they have – you know they've got a shit ton of, of Switches built. Um and they, oh, a ton of that stuff to come from overseas and stuff, but I think that they're going to eventually replace a switch with this one. Yeah, just and like that's what, what you're going to have battery upgrade, and, right? Yeah, and it's and it's going to be, you know, this is going to be it. It's going to be, you know, the the 350 as it states right now, and I I think a lot of that honestly is uh, yeah, I think that's what's going to stand at because you're going to sit there and be like, cool. well here's here's the problem right is when you bought a a a switch from day one like let's actually look at the upgrades here from like a like the perspective of someone buying one Mm -hmm. so when you bought a switch out of the box you had not a lot of memory on the switch yeah maybe at the start it was okay for a couple games but now the games have gotten exponentially bigger on the switch. Yeah, monster
1: hunter stories is like 18 gigs I think.
0: Yeah, so I mean that's gonna take up half the thing, right? Yeah. So at least in the box, or actually in the system itself, already you're gonna have another thirty-two gigs in it. So that's 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 kind of cool. However, I could go buy a hundred gig card for twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty-five. Yeah.
1: Twenty-eight gig card is like twenty bucks. Yeah, and there's they sales all the time too. for like forty to or thirty to forty dollars.
0: Right, but general public, they don't fucking know that. They don't care. Right. Um, the stand, great. Solves an issue. I'm sure it's gonna help Nintendo out in the long run too. If it is more durable, I hope to god it is. Um the screen being bigger and it being OLED, they're probably having a lot of problems with an L C D screen. Heat issues, you let it sit out in the sun, you can get discoloration, you let it go into um, you know, people pressing on it too much for the touch screen, it goes it it gets more issues. This can be more vibrant colors, it's gonna use less battery. To do the OLED screen, it's going to have deeper blacks, which is going to be fantastic. You don't have to light the whole screen the way that OLEDs work or that OLEDs work. So, I mean, those are cool things. My beef is honestly with the fucking video game community. Yeah? Yeah, it's bullshit. Because everyone's like, oh, they didn't do this. What did they have to live up to? Those were all fucking journalist rumors.
1: See... I didn't want much like uh, so again my my hang up on this is all these fucking journalists have been pushing out all this shit about the switch pro for yes what two years now oh my god absolutely insane so then Nintendo just shadow drops this thing yeah my my beef with this is there's a few quality of life upgrades here. But if it's going to replace the normal Switch, which I agree, and like yeah. I said, yeah. I think they should drop the price of a regular Switch right now and put this at normal price, because I I don't... If this you don't this have is what a would
0: Switch... compete right now. Like, this is the bar that should be set.
1: Right. But the, yeah. all, the other problem here, too, is <clears throat> when the Switch originally launched, it was already underpowered. We are now four and a half years <laughs> in into this console. And we have no upgrade. It's so. I mean, it can barely handle running half the games. We're now to the point where half the games that come to it have to go through the cloud in order to play them. Yeah, they have to be streamed because the console can't fucking handle it. <laughs> and I mean, it's just it's it's kind of crazy. We now have you know I know they're not direct competition, right? But we just got the PS5 and the Series X. And they make this thing look like a fucking tinker toy.
0: Oh, absolutely agree. I, I mean, I,
1: I adore my Switch. I probably spend more time on my Switch than I do anything else. Mm-hmm. But the thing to me is we do really need this upgrade uh, because it, it's struggling. It struggles to run games that were created specifically for the Switch, let alone anything <laughs> third party. So I, we desperately need an upgrade and... This this isn't a bad upgrade. I don't know if it's a $350 upgrade. I certainly am not going to be purchasing one because I, I have a Switch that works fine. Mm-hmm. I pref- I honestly prefer my Switch Lite still to this day. So to me, I, I would rather buy that, but I having the home console version is definitely worth it too. I just, I, I don't know. I, I wish there was a few more quality of life improvements here, mm-hmm. and I would be probably a little bit better with it. But I really think it should have came in at the normal switch price point, and then dropped the normal switch down to two fifty and sell through your stock. And now this becomes the main switch, So rather than jumping the price up. I,
0: I I agree with you. I think that there should have been some other quality of life updates. The only reason why I don't think they would do a Bluetooth thing is because the battery's not good enough. Yeah, absolutely. It's going right, to drain the sense. shit out of that. Yeah, that's right. Fair. Um, the the um. So, I mean. Again, I just don't understand why and I know you're not stunned at all. Your thing's not you're not stunned that Nintendo no. did this. I mean, you I'm and I always joke around and me. these are the people that <laughs> sold us cardboard, right? So that you could play with. I mean, we're not not
1: $75 yeah, a
0: piece. No, nothing is out of the question, right, when it no. comes to what Nintendo's going to do. But I, I just can't understand how through video game journalism I mean this company did six versions of the fucking three D S.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Like, right?
0: like there's you know, and and people said, Oh, this is a quality of life, quality of life, you know, okay, cool, right? You know, three versions and then they did, you know, brighter screen and then bigger screen, and then you know, you had more cameras and shit on it. But I mean
1: I mean, I, but each iteration of that at least did offer some performance improvements. Uh yeah well I mean extent, they eventually yeah.
0: had the new 3ds yeah right for sure I mean they was, eventually got there
1: yeah each one was a, a yeah I mean I surprised I imagine we'll see about four more versions of the switch and I I honestly don't think we're going to see a pro switch I think I think we'll get a switch two essentially or whatever it's gonna be no I I, think, I fully agree. I think I think Nintendo will switch with this hybrid or stay with this like Switch hybrid Oh yeah. It's
0: such an easy platform. It's so good. I mean, but, you can pop an SSD in that. Yeah. Next time around. And, right. and and you're you're laughing and I mean, it's it's a tablet. It's a it's, tablet.
1: And all I want from the next one is 1080p handheld and and you don't even have to hit 4K on on the docked version. I don't I don't give a shit. As long yeah. as I can get ten eighty p, I will be happy with this thing, right? But that to me, that the the fact that we don't even really hit that is disappointing. Yeah, um, I, I but, will
0: say the differences between uh, LCD and an OLED screen are going to be very drastic when you're right. playing your games hand, handheld. Like there's going to be a big bonus to it. But yeah, I, I mean, to not see ten eighty is ridiculous. But to to go on your point earlier too, on it feeling outdated, like it feeling like a tanker toy. I think, you know, obviously, and I've heard this a lot on different shows over the past couple of days since, like, this has been announced um, and, and, and just different podcasts. And, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, this is what Nintendo does, right? Like, I mean, they're, they, you know, one had mentioned that, you know, they, they really haven't tried to keep a balance in any sense since, like, the Nintendo 64 in terms of performance between its competitors, right? That's not what they do. They they have right. unbelievable IP that people will buy and just and play right but 1080p but,
1: doesn't even compete with <laughs> right I mean. but, but now but now the
0: difference is right is that like if you look at like Xbox 360 to Xbox One there's a pretty good jump but when you look at Xbox One to the Xbox Series X and from the PS4 to the PS5 it is an exponential oh it's jump. for example and, and we'll talk about it a little bit later on on kind of PlayStation SSD stuff because I've done a, a good amount of research while I'm digging around because I've got an M.2 drive and I wanted to see some, you know, specs mm-hmm. on it and different shit. But for example... Boy,
1: the, I, I need them to get that in gear, by the way. Well, you're not <laughs> going to
0: like what I found out. But the, um, I, I mean, you know, it, the hard drive alone, the hard drive alone on a PlayStation 5 is, and it is 100 times, 100 times... Faster performance than a PlayStation 4 Pro. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that SSD I mean, they have the diff- Yes,
0: and it used to always be, and we'll, we'll dive into it later, but it used to always be about you know, the graphical processing. And now we're getting to a point with between machine learning and the silicone that we can change up and, and, and do different things with. Storage is key because yeah. storage is able to manipulate graphics now, not just yeah. a graphics processing unit. Right. So, I, I mean, that's what I think PS5, honestly, is going to be a little bit better than the Series X in a couple of years. But we'll we'll talk about it later. But yeah, I mean, basically this leap I think is a lot bigger than Nintendo was expecting. And now they're caught a little bit behind. Like, when we were playing Mario Golf, I mean, like I felt like I was playing a fucking GameCube game. I was fine oh, with yeah. it. I was fine yeah, with it. Fine. It was fun. It was a fun gameplay. But it's like... I have this PS5 in my house. I go up and play Ratchet and Clank. I'm like, holy shit. Right. And then I go play the Switch, and I'm like, I only want to play it handheld because the games look better handheld.
1: Right. Yes, and that's that's exactly where I'm at, too. It, honestly, when when I was still playing on an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4 Pro, the Switch didn't feel so bad, right? Right. That, that's okay. I mean, it was definitely behind, but it wasn't that that behind mm-hmm. now i'm used to play or now i've been playing quite a bit on my ps5 and i've been playing on the series x and by god when you go back to the switch after that mm-hmm. it is it is borderline painful like and i'm i'm the type of person that i don't like to go play older games because they don't look great <laughs> so Just don't don't play it, great either they they don't play great either but i mean in in this specific instance it is jarring when you switch from yeah playing on these new top tier, like, I mean, it's something that would rival a very, very expensive PC and then go play on, on a, on a switch. And it's, it, like I said, that's why I play handheld because it doesn't bug me as much. As far as a handheld goes, it's fucking fantastic. I love it mm-hmm. as a handheld, mm-hmm. but playing it docked. I mean, it's, it's a little, it's a little rough. Um, and I, I, Like I said, I'm not disappointed in this. I'm not going to buy it because it's not a big enough upgrade for me to justify it. Sure. Um, Also, my kids have kind of destroyed my Switch, so it's not worth anything (laughs) anymore. It's still in, it's still around, but it's not. I can't uh, believe they
0: kept the glossy plastic.
1: Yeah. I I I mean,
0: I was waiting for like you know, like a textured matte finish, Mm -hmm. and they have like right now, it's like a grease magnet yeah fingers, if they would have so. done a
1: kind of a texture like they did on the uh on the like 2ds or something like, like on that. the switch light or the switch light the switch light it's great it's a great console i love it
0: Just a small <laughs> screen bigger bezels they should do a switch light oled
1: yeah but the bezels aren't even as noticeable because at least it's, it's colored two, yeah. yeah it's, it's colored body color blends yeah. in with the actual switch it it looks just so much better um but no I, this isn't a bad upgrade especially if you don't have a switch i would recommend going this route but um, uh, yeah, it's all this stupid hype machine, just like what we ran into Cyber yeah. which Cyberpunk, isn't Nintendo's right? fault. Like, it's no, it's, it's not. The, it's the
0: journalist's fault. fault. It's bullshit. Right. right. And it's like you know they're like oh well, and then now the thing is like well they're gonna come out with a pro model eventually. And I don't think, think so. I'm on. I'm on the same side as you. I think normally we would see something. Right. But if anything, it's gonna be new Nintendo Switch. Maybe, but but I don't it's think. It's Essentially, a new generation but, at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. But then the problem with that too is like, even when it was on 3ds, that was like, I mean, 3ds was super popular, right? And switches yeah. too, but like, it wasn't a incredible upgrade in no. performance. Like they have to do a switch too, like you said. Yeah. To, to to but I mean, then we also sit here and go, well, what do they have to compete with? Fucking nothing. Yeah. Still prints that's, money that's like crazy, fair. right? So it's like. Boy, I mean, what do you do?
1: But can you imagine? We get three years into this next console generation. People are making games specifically for this console generation. Yeah. Nobody can get any third-party games to run on a Switch. Not even Panic Button. Who I swear, swear to God, or fucking wizards. Goddamn magicians! Yeah. Yeah, incredible over there, um, but once that third-party support starts dying off, Nintendo's gonna have to do something to keep that support because there's a lot of people that still play third-party games on the Switch. I mean, I've seen countless people who have played The Witcher 3 on the Switch. That's fantastic. That's awesome. But (laughs) in a a couple years, you know, that's not going to be possible unless it gets used as a cloud device. And that is also a possibility to where it opens up to the cloud streaming, which they have been doing. I mean, Hitman runs on it. Control mm. runs on it. Um, yeah. Was it Plague Tale runs it on it? It could be
0: the bridge, you know, the bridge that takes people to the next generation. It, but
1: Especially if they partner with, like, an Xbox or something like that. Now they don't have to do anything because they, they it, it's right there. It, it and then they of can X's. just put their
0: Nintendo games N- on, you know, a... Um, a cartridge and, you know, boom, oh my gosh, you know, right. you playing Mario Kart but and you don't really it, care about the graphics.
1: I, I do hope at a certain point we do get to a 1080p version of a Switch, whatever whatever that looks like. I, I hope we get one, whether it's this this Switch or it's a Switch 2 or yeah. it's a new Switch U. I, I don't care, but I would like to see at least a 1080p. I mean, 1080p is at least top. It's real rough. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Um, all right. Uh, moving on from that, uh, quickly we'll run through kind of some of the stuff coming to Game Pass while we're talking about Xbox. Um, so July 8th, you can pick up Dragon Quest Builders 2. That's available on XCloud uh tropico 6 is going to be available uh via cloud console npc ufc 4 is going to be available on console only and then july 15th you're going to get access to blood roots on cloud console npc farming simulator 19 is going to be available via cloud console npc and the medium is going to be available via cloud so uh some additions coming to cloud there and uh we knew this is happening obviously they're they're they are bolstering up that side of things. Uh, they need to advertise it because not a single fucking person that I know that owns an Xbox right now <laughs> even knows it's a thing, except for hardcore doing, gamers.
1: They've been doing pretty good with the uh, touch support on a lot of games, too. So that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't, I mean, you can buy a clip off Amazon for like 10 bucks that you can hook up a controller to, but... I, and i have that razor kishi so i'm really excited for that dragon quest builders 2 actually mm-hmm. to come to cloud because that's a game i want to play but it always strikes me as more of uh, a game i would rather play handheld i think and mm-hmm. so once that I comes to cloud uh, uh actually it is available on cloud now i will probably play it through the uh, through my phone and uh, the razor kishi i think that awesome fantastic. Kishi, kishi however the fuck
0: kishi i think it's cute. i don't know <laughs> I, don't I don't fucking know, know. everyone's got weird <laughs> names for stuff <laughs>
1: uh so playstation now games for july you got red dead redemption 2 neo 2 moving out god of war judgment (laughs) olympic olympic games tokyo 2020 which still feels so weird to me that it's just still the 2020 and no one's going to
0: be at it now yeah no spectators
1: and and, uh nascar heat 5 so
0: nascar heat 5
1: if you haven't played God of War, please go play it, If you, have, especially if you <laughs> yes. have a PlayStation now. And it's on sale all the time. You can pick it up for um, 10 bucks. If you have a regularly.
0: PS5 also, it's free.
1: It's free, yeah. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, also another incredible Fantastic game. Fantastic game. If you're looking for a good uh, party game, moving out is great. I yep. actually really enjoyed it. It's oh, chaotic. you know
0: what we never talked about, what, two weeks ago? The play valet it. game.
1: Yeah, uh, very,
0: very valet. Yeah, very, very valet. Fantastic it's party so game. Good. So much so fun. Good. I mean so it's it's like too. this it's moving out and kinda like overcooked kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean it, it is it's great mayhem, but it's like still controllable. It's still good. It's still fun. Yeah. It was me and you and our our, our wives and we we're playing that and it was just it was hilarious. Just yeah. fantastic. We did like twenty levels or something crazy like that is messed very up. Very
1: good. Very good. Played it on Switch, by the way
0: oh did you yeah yeah that's right we did um by the way too, playstation now doing a lot of advertising now for playstation now they're finally they have cranked it up now (laughs) i wish what they would do is they would change the ui in playstation now it's a little confusing a little outdated looking i think that'll come in due time it is also
1: now in 1080p so there's that yay
0: (laughs) um so, I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's cool. Sony's game is, I mean, they don't have a lot of database hardware and stuff like that. They're not they're, they're, I mean, they don't have the cloud that Microsoft has with Azure, right? So, right. Um, you know, they've got to shop stuff out. Probably either AWS or Google services is probably what they're using. Hell, they might be using Azure. Who knows? Um, that happens a lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm seeing more advertising for it. So I'm excited for them because PlayStation o is great. I think it's yeah. fantastic. Um moving on, Rockstar's Dan Hauser may have started a new studio. So there isn't much to go off of uh, here other than there was a company's house listing for a company called Absurd Ventures in Games. Um, the company was founded on June twenty-third and listed Dan Hauser as the only director with no other details to speak of. So um
1: Dan Hauser obviously uh if you don't know, he is one of the Two founders the the hauser brothers that founded rockstar and are typically have handled most of the writing in the gta games yeah they did. and red i believe redemption both 2. hausers have now left rockstar or maybe one still there i can't remember um but dan was responsible for like it, it was something crazy like a huge percentage of gta 5's writing um so it'll be very and interesting red dead redemption season. too it would be very interesting to see how, uh, rockstar games, how the, how the writing is going forward I, here. I but... think he's
0: leaving, um, because he, he wants the freedom to write. And I think,
1: yeah, starting to get restricted by, yeah,
0: I think unfortunately two. nowadays people are getting restricted. And that's what makes grant the- I mean, you know, people get upset about a bunch of shit all the time. Um, you know, some of it's warranted, whatever. Um, but the whole point of, like, the Grand Theft Auto series is is to, like, I mean, it's making fun of just the craziness of some American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's insulting in, in, in its nature, and it's supposed to be. Right. Because that's the entire premise of it.
1: And what I find very funny is that people really don't seem to get upset about gta 5 even or gta in general I, like yeah. it pokes fun at all of these things you all do
0: not upset yet but you know damn that, well gta <laughs> 6 comes out and there's going to be something be about there's not enough you know representation in grand theft auto 6 and then they're going to do representation and then they're going to say you know yeah. it's whatever but
1: they, they they do uh walk that line very well to where you know they, they do include representation and they do a very good job of of including a lot of different demographics and things uh while also still poking fun at everything it's kind of almost yeah. in the same vein of of like a south park where it's a parody of everything um and probably less offensive than south park but uh <laughs> i mean they, they literally have a beer that's called piss water right like yeah it's 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 fantastic i mean they they do a very good job i am interested to see you know if if all of this does boil out and it actually is a new venture for dan hauser uh this this could be really cool and it'd be really Mm -hmm. interesting to see what he comes up with and i'd I'd love one to create
0: i'd love him to to do more rebellious stories with shame included more like bully Like I'd like to see him take on different thing, like a game about like just a police officer or something like maybe you're like a bad cop and a good cop or something or like a game where you're like, you know, just something just something where there's that that complete dichotomy of like, you know, being the bad individual or the crazy individual in the situation. Um, in, a a that, in a world that in a world that you think is peachy and clean all around you but then you realize that the rest of the world is just as fucked up as the character you're playing
1: and I think that's something they did well in like GTA 5 through this. yeah oh yeah I mean, for sure having yeah Trevor michael I mean and... yeah
0: Trevor was fucked up right yeah but then you go and, and Trevor was poor and and was fucked up and all this stuff and crazy and then you go to Michael Michael's rich but his whole family's fucked up right and and, and his, his marriage is like, fucked yeah. up
1: the best head on his shoulders type yeah and then franklin
0: was like you know low on money and and in the ghetto and stuff like that but he seemed to be like the saner of the two but he also got a little crazy but like it just shows like that the world is not you know
1: all in a in a relatively small space too i mean yeah pretty good size open world right but i mean you you have all three of these different like uh areas within this this city and i i think they did a really good job with With that there and i think like you're saying you know if they did a good cop bad cop but also keep it somewhat light right like have some fun with it have some no yeah for sure Some humor in there don't break away from that but mm-hmm. they can definitely tackle a, a weird dichotomy like you're saying that is unique and something that really only they have been able to pull off exceptionally well i think i
0: think at all right I mean, there's no. I mean, they set the not just the bar. I mean, they they invented the, right, the feeling of that in the game. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what happens.
1: Yeah, uh, Pokemon Go has surpassed five billion dollars of player spending. Good game. God. Uh, Niantic has managed to hit this insane milestone just in time for its five-year anniversary celebration. In the first half of 2021, the game has brought in $641.6 million, placing it or placing 2021 in the highest-grossing first half of the year for Go since launch, uh, which is hot off the heels of its highest-grossing year in 2020 to the tune of $1.3 billion. So we're halfway through the year, and we're we're right at about half of what they made in 2020 again the (laughs) best year for the game uh
0: this crazy five
1: years after launch uh to date the u.s accounts for 36.6 percent of the player spending with japan closely behind at 32 percent and germany third and very well behind at 5.4 percent so clearly uh u.s and japan is pretty much usa
0: U.S. Uh, <laughs> are
1: holding this game up. Uh, Android accounts for 52.8% of the spending with iOS trailing at a 47.2%. Uh, and Pokemon Go has been downloaded roughly 632 million times with, again, the U.S. carrying with 18.3% of these downloads. Brazil actually comes in at second, and India is the country accounting for the third highest downloads.
0: India, man. Crawling all into the internet now. Reddit, Reddit, just pl- did you see the whole war between Germany and India on Reddit?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's oh my nuts. God, it's going, it's crazy.
0: It's a crazy war going on there.
1: I so I actually started playing this again recently just because my my mm-hmm. oldest has really gotten into it, and um, so I, I started playing it with him and and because I I don't want to just you know walk with him and. and watch him play so I was like I'll I'll jump back into it and it's fun I mean it it, it is a good time I'm not devoted to the point where I'm like purposely going on walks for it or anything like that Mm -hmm. but I mean I I got it so I could send him gifts and things so he could get pokeballs each day and and stuff like that just to kind of help him out and uh I mean it's still great it's it's still very much um exactly I mean it's pretty much what it was at launch right like not a whole lot has changed yeah, um, but it, it's it it's good and it's cool to see it excel and i mean niantic knocked it out of the park with this game for sure
0: when i was living in illinois uh in naperville i me and um janelle used to used to go down by the river and, and catch pokemon and it was like a hotbed because oh yeah it that part visited <laughs> that part yeah you visit that park is like i'm Come to find out later on, like, in Reddit, on a subreddit, that that's, like, one of, like, the best spots in, like, America to go play that's Pokemon crazy. Go. Like, that Millennium Park and then uh, Central Park in, like, New York City. Yeah. So, which is crazy. I mean, you just see hundreds of people all the time playing Pokemon Go. I never got into it that much. And the reason being is I liked more of the battles. I know yeah. that you can do that now. When I tried it, you weren't able to do that. You just went out and collected them and... Yeah, that was it. That's um, but yeah, now you know. they've
1: added like a whole element where you you don't even have to like go to gyms to battle and stuff like yeah. that. So it, it's cool, man. It but is I... cool. It's
0: neat. It's neat uh, to have it. It's really cool that like it's in the whole Pokemon like ecosystem. So, you know, like you catch stuff and then you put it in the game mm-hmm. and vice versa. I mean, it's really neat. So really cool to see. Um, and I'm sure it's I mean, I see Pokemon go going on forever. So yeah, clearly, they're not going to die anytime quite soon. Some time. <laughs> um, Resident Evil Village has sold 4.5 million copies digitally and physically. So, from its initial release on May 7th to May 11th, the game had already sold 3 million copies worldwide. And by May 26th, Village had reached the $4 million mark, leaving the other half a million copies in the last month or so alone. So, huge, huge for Resident Evil Village. Um, Kind of, I mean, I, I know people really enjoy the Resident Evil stuff. I can't get behind it. I, I think, I imagine they're really good games. They look like good games. Obviously, it's a very beloved series. Um, I'm not into spoopy shit. Not my thing. Um, <laughs> Me either. Uh, you know, I'm not down for that. I'm not down to get scared. Um, I scare easily, so it's just not gonna happen and uh but yeah i mean it's i mean it's incredible milestone four and a half million copies for that crazy
1: yeah i mean especially for a pretty niche game like this is uh to some extent i mean obviously as far as horror games go this is top tier right but Mm -hmm. um definitely um i i'm the same way i don't really get into spoopy games uh it's more of a that's cool. Um, I don't know much about the franchise as a whole. I've played a couple of them here and there, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I not my, not my deal. But it's good to see it excel and and sell very well. Uh, so Tencent is using facial recognition to detect minors gaming at night. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, Tencent has launched this initiative to help combat players, uh, or oh, minor sure. players playing sure. between 10 p.m and 8 yeah <laughs>
0: i'm sure that's what it's fucking for yeah
1: uh-huh as china's <sighs> government has barred minors from playing the games into the wee hours of night uh tencent says we will conduct a face screening for accounts registered with real innate or real names and that have played for a certain period of time at night anyone who refuses or fails the face verification will be treated as a minor and as outlined in the anti-addiction supervision of tencent games health system Uh, and kicked offline. China began these measures back in 2019 to fight gaming addiction. Uh, This includes real name registration, barring minors from playing at night, and capping purchasers within games. This
0: is only within China, right?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Here's my question. So, you're Tencent. You're definitely not owned by the Chinese government. Certainly not. Certainly not. Definitely not. No connection. Why the fuck if you're... The Chinese government would you go out and buy a ton of gaming companies only to then say "fuck you," you can't play them past a certain time.
1: Uh, from a from a business standpoint, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
0: Sure doesn't, Brody. What if I told you, you, you that I bet you gathered data? So <laughs> I bet you, in two months from now, we're going to read a story, or three months from now, that was saying that. Tencent's games in the US were illegally using fucking facial cameras without people's consent or knowledge and taking photos of minors' faces or just any player's face in general
1: the, ba- the bad part is I think when they play these games they have to agree to a terms of service that holds them to have their picture taken and their yeah I know recognized. but I, I think and this is going to
0: happen in the US without people knowing
1: that, yeah, that, that will be a problem. Right.
0: This is fucked. Can I just this say is, it? Nobody yeah, else right. will say it because everyone's a pussy when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> when it comes to the journal. They are because they've get, they're they getting fucking money from them all the time. I'm not. I don't give a shit. This is bullshit. This is crazy shit. I mean, some kid stays up. It should be the parent, not you know the government coming down on some child at the age of already being like you know you're fucking dishonorable to your fucking nation you know get off of the you know get off of the the fucking game
1: so yeah uh and i agree 100 percent. it should be on the parents right but the
0: but it's china
1: well yeah it's china but i also <laughs> i also know of a lot of parents that Will let their kids play as much as they want into the wee hours of the night and. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get that. You know what's great though. But
1: granted, it shouldn't fall on something like this. No, there's parental
0: locks on every console.
1: Yep, there are. So parents don't use it.
0: Lazy fucking parents. There, I'm gonna say it too. Nobody else says it. When it comes to that, if you let your kid, he's 10 years old, stay up to two in the morning, you're a shit parent.
1: I have heard kids talking about playing games up until like midnight. On school nights.
0: Well, then their it's parents are fucking, fucking stupid.
1: Insane. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, they're they're fucking dumb. That's a bad parent. Yeah. <laughs> and You're if someone's dumb. like, oh, you can't say I'm a bad parent because you don't have kids. I No, I absolutely can. I can sit there and be like, okay, cool. When you put a kid in the car, you put a fucking seatbelt on them, right? And then you drive. Okay, in this instance, you have the ability to use the seatbelt. You're not. Yeah, you're fucking bad parent.
1: Uh, I am a parent, and I wholeheartedly there agree we go. With what you're saying, Brody so.
0: speaks for the parents because it's like uh, a nope, special, it's a special fucking club to understand <laughs> when you have to take care of someone else's fucking life.
1: Nope, nope, it just. Just so you don't get too much backlash. Jesus Christ. Like, you don't even have kids. I have kids that I can wholeheartedly agree with exactly what you're saying. Oh, my God. You, you know what I mean, though?
0: Like, kids. if you don't have kids, like, it's like, oh, yeah, my apologies. Yeah. I didn't spread my seed in my wife, let her fucking brew for nine months, pop a kid out, and then all of a sudden I magically have the fucking powers of right? a parent. <laughs> I mean, come on. Jesus uh, Christ.
1: But. Hundred percent. This is a uh, fantastic way for Tencent to be like, "Hey, you gotta give us a real, your real name, and also we're gonna take pictures of your face." Um, <laughs> also, can you make sure you have GPS on? Um,
0: no, doesn't uh, matter. Uh, Don't need to have it on. You've yeah, had it on this whole it's time. On. You never uh, knew. Just kidding. Hey, remember that your whole Huawei. TikTok thing? Remember the whole TikTok <laughs> thing? I've been listen yeah. to your, but listening to your calls too, and looking at your uh-huh. clipboard history, everything. It's uh-huh. fine. Don't worry about it. We don't need a fucking photo of your face. You know who you are already. We got just it want already. to kind of stamp you and this put you in there. This is just
1: gonna This is just a double check it. Yeah.
0: I mean, when does the US government step in and and, and cancel the video game stuff? It's kind of a trick question cuz we we talked about this last episode, I guess, where we're like everyone's old as shit and doesn't know what they're doing.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, you know? in in 20 years when uh the, the people that are actually, you know, in power uh, I don't see that. Games in their life. I don't maybe? see that
0: happening. I think because if you look at, so I used to think that the government will get there. You know, probably not. You it, know, it won't because the people that end up running for this shit are so disconnected from fucking society as a this whole so, so true. Yeah. that they don't understand what's going on. Right. They're the hotbed of everything centralized going into America, and somehow they miss it. Mm. I mean, if you ask Ted Cruz or any other politician, Ted Cruz, who's someone else from the other side, Nancy Pelosi, I guess. And you're like, Ted, Nancy, have you heard about this stuff with Tencent with the thing? Oh, China's bad. Yeah, I get that. We fucking know that, Nancy (laughs) and Ted. We understand that. We get they're doing that. Have you specifically heard about this Tencent thing and how much they own in video games? Oh, my God. TikTok's terrible. We know. We fucking know <laughs> TikTok. Have you? Do you know they also own all of this shit? And there's more data here than there is on TikTok. Oh, well, yeah. geez, I never knew about that. But let me tell you something. China's really bad. Yeah, we know. The, we fucking the get it. Perfect
1: example of this too is what was it a few years ago when uh, the lizard king himself, Zuckerberg, was in that whole hearing, and they were asking him all sorts of questions about how Facebook works and and all this bullshit and. They, they had no fucking clue. They yeah. had no idea yeah. there was anything a, about it. There
0: was a senator who was talking to Zuckerberg, and he's like, when I search my name on the internet, it comes up with some conspiracy theories about me. What can I do about that? And Zuckerberg, I mean, he's a, he's a lizard, <laughs> but he comes in and he goes, <laughs> sir, that's Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, they're like, this man's getting paid. like a hot, The man sitting, the man who's sitting up, you know, Ten fucking feet above Mark Zuckerberg in this, like, regal oak fucking desk that stretches, you know, hundreds of feet across this marble fucking obelisk of a room. Okay? Getting paid 150 fucking K a year. Oh, Rep-
1: he probably makes more than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. His
0: salary is that, but then he's doing all of his inside well, trading bullshit, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Repres- <laughs> representing tens of millions of people within his state of wherever, okay? Or maybe it's like fucking a million. Maybe he's like Delaware or something who gives a shit, right? So he does that and that's the answer we get. That's our investment of 150k at a bare minimum. Yeah. That's what we get. That's our return out of our investment. I wouldn't even be Boom.
1: surprised if it was
0: Any I mean it's like that at every it's it's like oh. that in every country. It's not None to America. I mean, people rip on America all the time, politics. I mean, it's easy to rip, but whatever.
1: Clearly, China's paying attention to their video games. I'm just saying. Yeah. China's got that shit on lockdown. So here's
0: here's my um, hypothesis on this and some crazy shit that's going to happen. I really think we're going to head in the next year or two into a very lightish, Cold War With China from a hacking perspective And I am very interested In seeing how This kind of shit Works During that period Of time so like Let's take this for example If it escalated right With that country I mean I, our country would be like Hey you guys can't play these fucking games
1: Yeah absolutely. I mean
0: they would just shut it down
1: Right. This is coming from the same people that don't even know how to log into their fucking Gmail, so.
0: Yeah. these people using MapQuest still. <laughs> or, or the people that say. the directions. Or the people say, hey, how, how do you get there? Never mind, I'll just MapQuest it. No, you won't. No, you oh, fucking won't.
1: You act like they aren't breaking out the fucking Atlas.
0: God, the triple A map.
1: Oh, good God yeah no this is uh yeah if we get into a into a technological war of some not sort even just a anybody, war just like
0: tensions i mean at, yeah like tensions. let's not fucking right let's not you know be peachy here about this like there's already tensions right now
1: right as 100%. is and
0: they continually like month by month get worse and fucking worse yeah so at what point do we lose what seems to be a quarter of the fucking games industry <laughs> Yeah, no because true. we've just let them go buy shit
1: well i mean tencent is even in bed with sony and I mean, yeah epic, epic games, games obviously like there's tencent owns a lot of i mean uh also league uh, riot games yeah riot
0: like, games uh tencent uh, fair amount of digital extremes now or
1: yeah tencent's uh got well their yeah hands in they everybody's bought from, pocket, they bought from the other
0: chinese like. company
1: uh, oh, yeah, that Jesus. could uh, that could definitely be a shit show for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about like media and stuff like that too. They own a lot of like companies and shit here.
1: I don't, do they own Snapchat? Snapchat. They own a large and...
0: chunk of it. They own a large chunk yeah. of uh,
1: obviously t- news. T- yeah,
0: media. So. What a oh boy. F- fucked up world. Yeah, we're going down that. That's gonna be great. We're gonna get some tweets saying that like I'm a fucking extremist or something. <laughs> Kiss my ass. If you can't, if you can't take reality, I don't know what to tell you. You're crazy. Moving on. PlayStation's July state of play. Um, we got a look at Moss Book Two, which is the follow up game to the popular PlayStation VR game that came out quite a while ago, um, and it's often seen as a pack in for the platform um so an adventure uh, platform game where you play as a mouse absolutely adorable uh mm-hmm. it's making its uh, way uh like uh, uh in a you know kind of like medieval like setting which is awesome um mm-hmm. and there it was really cool like how they were kind of just showing like the little gameplay that we saw of it i kind of enjoyed yeah. it a lot i really like that
1: yeah I, that's a game that i wish i played but i i never i, I haven't bought a playstation vr yet um i'm waiting for this next iteration and i'll probably pick that up and give it a go yeah. um because i really want to try vr i've, I've never really tried a proper what have you th- what VR.
0: have you tried
1: as, as far as vr like, nothing as oh, anything really? that's come out in the last what 10 years oh so seriously whatever. Wow. i have not tried any modern the VR.
0: last one i tried was the well i tried the oculus quest 2 and it's pretty good I mean, it's nice you don't have the wires or anything because prior to that, I had tried the HTC Vive Mm -hmm. and it has a lot of wires at that time to it. And it was, it was cool. I mean, you stood on a mountain and you're like, I'm on a mountain. Um, Yeah. I had, the the games are getting there now.
1: I had considered picking up like an Oculus at one point in time, but I, I think I would rather have it uh, a PlayStation VR, honestly. And
0: yeah, I, I would want a PlayStation VR. I, Personally, I don't want Oculus because of Facebook.
1: Well, yeah, and that was part of it as well. I
0: mean, call me, you know, again, call me fucking crazy. I think this was,
1: I think I had looked at him prior to Facebook acquiring Oculus, though.
0: So, you know who was an investor in Oculus early on? Cliffy B. Really? Made an ass load of money when Facebook bought Oculus. Oh, I'm sure he did. He's like one of the first investors on board. Huh. Because it was just that one guy. It's like the twenty-something-year-old kid that built the whole system, the first like rudimentary system, right? Right, but, right. But yeah, so I don't. Know. I mean, VR is growing for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see the new PlayStation VR yeah. and like its complete capabilities. I mean, you and I like you and I play Star Wars Squadrons, and I. I don't know, like I could, I guess I could maybe see the benefit in using that because it was dizzying on my TV, but then I also sit there and go, boy, it was so dizzying on my TV. Is it going to be as dizzying in VR? And I just did, I don't know. I, I did get sick before though with VR, but a lot of stuff's changed as well. So we'll have yeah. to see. Um, then we got to look at uh, uh which is a colorful cyberpunk-esque multiplayer shooter. The Early Access is out now with a full game launch uh, coming in 2022, so look out for that. Um, by the way, the state of play, just so everybody knows, um, it's kind of like their Nintendo Direct-esque mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but this one was mainly focused around one key game and then a lot of third-party indie titles, much smaller titles. Um, we got to look at the Tribes of Midgard. So this is a 10-player survival uh, RPG. Um, and it showed off some post-launch plans as well. Um, they're adding new seasonal content with new challenges, new loot. Classes and bosses are coming to it. Um, we got a look at Fist, Forged in Shadow Torch. So it's a side-scrolling action platformer. where you play as a rabbit with a mechanical arm and giant mech suit. Um, it's launching on September 7th for PS4 and PS5. This is the sequel to Fist? I don't know. I mean, this is already a game. Unless it's like a different version of it um but yeah i mean it's it, it's it's you know the uh I, I didn't think the game was like that well received but i could be wrong i don't know i thought it looked cool never played it though myself uh then we gotta look at hunter's arena uh it's a fighting game in battle royale uh if they had a baby Uh, and it's releasing next month on PS4 and PS5. It's free for PlayStation Plus members starting on August 3rd, and that runs until September 6th. So you can go out there and try it, which is cool. Um, then we got to look at Saifu, which is, uh, the fighting game where you age, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's been delayed to early 2022, but essentially you're like, you know, Bruce Lee style fighter and you're essentially out there fighting and then you'll age. So you start like, you know, you're fighting when you're like 30 years old and then you fight when you're like 36 and then you have different techniques and moves and different skills. So it's kind of cool. There's weapons use and stuff like that. Kind of neat to see. I think it'd be an interesting game to to kind of play for a couple nights.
1: I don't think think Fist was was a game before this. I think this is the original one. It was announced last year. Oh,
0: it just uh, never launched? July, yeah oh okay well that explains a lot I thought it launched already
1: yeah it was first announced back in July 2020 as a PlayStation oh. 4 game and okay. then shown off at the 2020 Game Awards as well
0: oh okay cool great Um, then we got to look at Jet the Far Shore which is an, uh, a survival adventure game in space that's coming in 2021 got to look at Demo or sorry Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer. Uh, Demon Slayer. Uh, the Hinokami uh, Chronicles uh, so it's an arena fighter of sorts set in the Demon Slayer universe uh, and retells much of the story from the series. This is releasing on October 15th for PS4 and PS5. As usual, we got a trailer that was extremely awkward being a um, JRPG-style kind of game. Or, yeah. You know, it's no music and just yelling. Um, yeah. <laughs> then we got uh, Lost Judgment, which is the follow to the uh, Yakuza spin-off game Judgment. This is coming September 24th. Um, then we got to look at the Death Stranding Director's Cut which is very odd and confusing. I don't understand it. There's like a red race car in there. There's a box. There's <laughs> there's so many things that I don't get, and I'm told that I don't get it because I don't appreciate art. I think that's bullshit. This is coming September 24th as well. Um, you know, I just don't get it. You know, that's what I'm told. I don't get it. I'm not refined. I'm a fucking slob when it comes to art, evidently. And I just, I don't get it. Even though I design things, I don't understand it. I'm told that it's just above my level. It's above my head. Yet I sit there and go, this man has a baby strapped to his fucking chest in what appears to be a 1930s fucking Jaguar. That's bright red in the middle of nowhere. United States evidently And the earth has been Completely ruined But who am I Who am I
1: Yeah um,
0: Yes I made Toast a moderator that's why That is exactly Why sorry to didn't answer chat my bad I saw the chat no, going good.
1: on Yeah uh, So Deathloop has been oversaturated way too much
0: by the way. oh yeah sorry then we saw more death loop oh i, I was
1: <laughs> typing and i thought you already said it my bad oh shit no no, uh, no, no yeah, we no. saw like a 10 minute gameplay snippet of uh Deathloop. yeah yeah i was actually interested in this game long time ago before it got delayed three times and i've seen so much of it at this Been point living that in a death loop I, I it's so oversaturated that somehow it has made me care less about this game uh, the marketing for this has been just absolutely out of control and it's in everything. Yeah. Any PlayStation thing has to mention Deathloop. Well, I I think that's also because
0: this is like their last game that they're going to get from, well, from arcane.
1: Right. Right. For PlayStation.
0: Yeah. 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 Like this is it. Right. So,
1: um, yeah. Overall, I, I think this was fine. Uh, there's not really a whole lot that I'm super interested in here. Uh, i i I don't know i i like demon slayer the series i've been watching that finally Mm -hmm. and slowly making my way through that i won't play the game though um lost judgment i've never been into the Accusa series and i'm told that you're supposed to start from the beginning and that's just it's a lot a lot lot of gaming (laughs) so it's hard for me to jump in
0: they're all on switch now
1: Uh uh-huh um yeah there's just not a whole lot for me here currently um and it's almost weird to announce a PlayStation VR game when the new version of PlayStation VR is not out yet. I mean, I understand you kind of want to build a little bit of hype around it and whatnot, but um, I, I would, I don't, I don't know. It seems seems a little odd. I'll definitely check that out once I finally do get VR and. Finally I think everybody's of
0: kind out. of like fucked up on the, the 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 basis that you know, like they they don't materials and stuff and all this shit has been so crazy that it's like look we have the hardware we have all this backlog of shit we've been working on for years oh yeah we gotta put this out there right you know i mean that's why nintendo did it i mean the fucking oled model doesn't launch until october right so
1: uh yeah overall i think i i don't really have high expectations going into state of plays anymore um I, I really haven't for the last few. And I mean, honestly, they, I think that's they told the better... us what was going to be in it. Yeah, and you know. and that's fine. I, I think that's great for them to get out ahead of it and be like, hey, there's going to be 10 minutes of Deathloop and the rest are going to be pretty much indie games. Cool. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's that's what you should expect. And yeah. people get upset because, you know, oh, well, there wasn't anything cool in there. I didn't get an update <laughs> on, on The Last of Us. Part four. I yeah, know. Hey, that remember, wasn't neat. We've only had two parts, but that—that's—it's to me. It's just kind of one of those things that it's like, don't go into it with high expectations. This is how the last handful of these have been. Yeah. And I—I th- I think these are fine. Um, again, not all, none of these games are really in my wheelhouse, so I probably won't be giving them a go. But it—it it, they're. They look like good games. They don't look like bad games. They look like fantastic games that mm-hmm. just aren't necessarily something that kind of tickles my fancy. I guess
0: it's a very Midwest thing to say.
1: I know. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I'm like, ah, no. Mid- Midwest, <laughs> my, my Midwest man strikes again. Is
0: <laughs> um, yeah, for for Death like I'm I'm kind of the same about And I talked to Twitter, which is not the bastion of truth, but you know. It gives you a glimpse into some people and then it, all the crazy people come out and just start yelling at each other after a while about damn near anything. But um, a lot of people have the same same kind of attitude, same 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 thought process of like, hey, look, look I've seen this game a lot, like more than I probably would have of, of, of other um, you know, games. It's been delayed quite often or a couple of times now. And so I think it's dying a bit. I mean, it was nice to see the gameplay. The problem I have with it is like, it is not the game like so if in the first time that they had done the trailer which was what years ago now right two years ago yeah something like like that something like that like at least a game awards ago like two of them Um, if they had done it and then also shown gameplay after, I think that would have been fine. But the, the from seeing the first trailer and following this shit, and it may just be a me thing because, you know, you don't have to follow all this stuff all the time. Um, it's not at all what I expected.
1: No, it really isn't.
0: I understand. I don't know
1: what I expected, but I, I
0: was I was understand I, I was almost thinking of it as being almost like a quick-based puzzle where... You have enemies, but it doesn't really actually take that long to go attack them and to get them. There's, you know, you learn quickly and you have to solve the puzzle quickly. And you might like almost kind of speed run style is what I was kind of expecting. Like, oh, I died. And then there's going to be a guy here. I remember on the left and the right. I need to, you know, in that kind of stuff. And, and And instead, basically, it's like you in... Some cases you have to die to understand, you know, what is going on. And then the gameplay when they show with it, where it's the Alexi Wolf person or whatever, you don't even get to shoot him. He just ends up falling to the grinder. Right. And it's like, okay. The I guns seem gonna... okay.
1: I'm going to. I assume it's going to have like some hitman elements of it where it's like yeah. you can get creative with how you go about it but my big concern is how replayable is this game going to actually
0: be I don't be? think it's very replayable well there's a the multiplayer right
1: Right to some extent but I mean but the, mul- then, the multiplayer is essentially not, a
0: team fortress
1: Yeah it's not going to change a whole lot I I don't know I, to me I just I I'm not seeing enough here to Justify a full? I, I don't. I don't want to well, say that because I, it's I, a dishonor team,
0: content. right? Trying to do, trying to bring what people loved in dishonor. But the problem is that the last dishonor that came out, everyone's gonna kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I mean, it, it's. I just, I just yeah, it's a, It's an interest. I don't want to play the same shit over and over again to find no. the clues. And like, I'm not down for stealth games to begin with, but
1: I, I don't do stealth and I don't do roguelites. So this really is not, not my game by any means. Yeah. I I think it's a cool concept and I, I think it'll be interesting to see how people respond to it once it is released. And, and, you know, there's going to be somebody that's like, I beat the game in two hours. And
0: yeah, I, I really think that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. I think like like I be was expecting, a of I was I was expecting, you know, it only took ten minutes to kill that Alexi guy that they were looking for, mm-hmm. but I was I was expecting, where it changes consistently and constantly. So like you go in, and like Alexi's in this building now, or he's in another building, or he's not at the meat grinder; he's at a different thing. But for it to be story mode based like that, yeah, I mean, I don't know how long you can you can make it and there there's a point where if you make it too long to kill somebody it's gonna be a pain in the ass if you have to sit there for like 40 minutes and die five times on purpose to learn more
1: Mm -hmm. and that's the thing like if it is a kind of a procedurally generated type of deal where it's each time the person could be in a different place that's one thing but then how do you actually learn the patterns if it is is it actually a procedurally generated thing? So when you die, you don't actually gain knowledge. It's kind of this weird thing where you're either taking away your replayability or you're taking away the the learning aspect of it, which from the way they've kind of pitched it, it makes it sound like each time you die is how you learn more patterns between these characters or whatever. So it's like there's going to be people that knock this out, like absolutely do everything in like two hours like in to me it's just it's a hard sell for a type of game that i'm just not interested in and on top of that with all the marketing and everything i feel like this is just absolutely being shoved down my throat again we pay more attention to it than most people because we 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 cover it right we have to cover all of this stuff so we see it constantly but i'm just you know this is going to come to switch Maybe. they PlayStation has uh, an exclusive uh, console try to do exclusive have exclusivity to it. At least uh, at least a year, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a chance it could come to PC, which I saw some talk about today, where if it comes to PC, it, there's wonder if it could actually come to Xbox Game Pass on PC, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which would be interesting.
0: Oh my god.
1: The loophole, man.
0: The death loophole. <laughs> <laughs> They entered into a death loop. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's interesting. Um, so before we close out, I want to kind of go through my findings on this SSD stuff.
1: Yeah, and I actually I, I wanted oh, yeah. to to you do your
0: thing first. Do your thing okay. first, because then I'll, so I'll add to it.
1: I, I've now had a few weeks with my Xbox Series X and a. a seven months with
0: six six or seven six, yeah six well, and a half months something like that. Uh,
1: about eight months now is it PlayStation really five yeah eight or nine holy maybe.
0: shit you're right
1: yeah it's been a while um good lord and, uh, yeah i've been lucky enough to get both of them i ended up having to get the xbox through the xbox all access which wasn't how i planned to go about it but that's how i was able to get one um and, and there's I, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the differences between the two and, and things that I've noticed. Um, for one, the cloud save on PlayStation is horrible. I constantly am getting notifications that um, the cloud save just didn't work. So,
0: you know, they, they put out an update today, not yeah. to defend it, but some, right. some form of performance update that's supposed to help with that. But right. we'll see.
1: We'll see, right? Uh, but... Again, that, that has been an issue, whereas Xbox has been flawless in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, the Another thing I noticed with the Xbox is when you set up the Xbox, it automatically will figure out what your TV is capable of and set your TV up accordingly, yeah, which right. is awesome. Uh, the PlayStation does not do that. You have to go in and do everything manually, and mm-hmm. you could potentially be setting it up for something that it's not capable of, which not I mean, not really, because it, it just won't do it at that point, but uh, the Xbox optimizes itself for that. Everything about my experience with the Xbox so far has been streamlined. Uh, granted, I'll, I mean, not much of the UI has really changed or right. anything like that, but the setup for it was so thorough and and did all of the things that I had to go in and manually do with my PlayStation that, from a from an average consumer's point of view the Xbox is much more user friendly mm-hmm. as far as that regards. which it sounds does...
0: fucking crazy to me
1: yeah yeah but <laughs> the PlayStation it, it there's so many odd things that go on with like the the PlayStation as far as like some of their UIs kind of wonky mm-hmm, and the cloud mm-hmm. safe stuff. And like, there's just a, a handful of things that I have a problem with, as far as mm-hmm. with how PlayStation has kind of handled this generation, because it is, it is very much a new console. Right. And so they, they yeah. did go for the com- pretty much complete overhaul. with did, it, Yeah. Yeah. I was going nice to say it's reinventing it feels-
0: the wheel versus yeah. tweaking what was, right. you know, functional to some aspect.
1: And one thing also with like, um, the, uh, play state or the Xbox smart delivery. That was a feature that when it was first announced, I'm like, okay, this is fine. It is incredible how much better that is on Xbox. Cause uh, PlayStation, it's all manual. You have to go in and de- make sure you download a specific version of the game. Mm-hmm. Whereas Xbox pretty much does it for you. Mm-hmm. And, it, that's one of the things that i mean people could be sitting there playing the wrong version of the game for forever, we've done not it no we've done yeah, it. We which did
0: ga- it which game was that that was
1: uh i think it was call of duty wasn't it
0: yeah it was call of duty um i had downloaded the the ps4 version
1: yeah but there's there's so many things that i i really think xbox has done a great job with the other mm-hmm. one is the quick resume feature awesome Fantastic. That was another one that I'm like, this is dumb. I don't, I mean, not dumb, but it, it seems like one of those things that, okay, cool, you know, a little gimmicky. It's fantastic. Uh, it literally will hold like six games at least in that quick resume feature. It's crazy. And you can seamlessly switch between them, and it's like a couple second load time, and that's it. And you're back into the game exactly where you left off. So I've been playing Scarlet Nexus, mm-hmm. and my kids will play the Xbox mm-hmm. uh, during the day or whatever, and I come home and I. When I want to play scarlet nexus i can load it right up and i load exactly into where i was at there's mm-hmm. no i don't have to go through the the boot screen or anything like that everything is just seamless there so there's a lot of things that i've just been very very impressed with on the xbox and i i love my playstation i love I, and i love the xbox series x and i think they're both fantastic consoles for what they are but from a user standpoint I I really think the Xbox did a way better job than what the PlayStation did, mm-hmm. and it, um. Oh, I'll, if I'll you're an so Xbox
0: user too, and you try to go to the PlayStation right now, it's confusing. It's, I mean, like the fact very, that I can't hold down the PlayStation button to just shut, shut the system the down or have a sub menu, right? Like a little right. pop up menu, like you do on Xbox, is kind of ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I, I. It, but that's it, a quick change, almost,
0: right? I mean, they can change it.
1: It's almost to the level of like. How ios is usually way more user-friendly um mm-hmm. i i truly believe it's more that, stupid proof yeah yeah xbox has done exactly that with a console now and and playstation is more android where there's a lot of shit you have to set up mm-hmm. manually and do yourself and and that's fine but it from from somebody that you know or for somebody that doesn't know much about gaming or doesn't know about different resolution or resolutions and things that TVs can do and different inputs and, and all this stuff like that. The fact that the Xbox does that automatically mm-hmm. is fantastic to make sure people are getting the best version of the game and getting it at the best resolution and best performance that they possibly can. It, it, they just, I, I can't speak highly enough of how they've actually handled this and it's very very impressive and i i i was very much in the camp of like hey this playstation is incredible because that's what i've had and i i still love the playstation and i still will absolutely play both but um i i cannot recommend xbox enough this generation because i really do think they're doing some great stuff and on top of that with game pass and everything else i i mean in cloud like Mm -hmm. you can literally sit here play on your xbox And then say you still have an Xbox One, you could go play on your Xbox One now and pick up in in the save point exactly where you left off, or you can play on the cloud version, pick up exactly where you left off. Mm -hmm. The remote play works way better than what PlayStation's does. Yes. Uh, PlayStation's remote play is not good. I actually downloaded a third-party app to get a better PlayStation remote play experience. It's supposedly
0: Uh, a lot better on iOS, but yeah. Right, yeah. It is. It works pretty good on my iOS device, Yeah. yeah.
1: But, I mean it's Still. just it's so seamless in the, in the way everything just perfectly syncs together and all that all your saves are on the cloud like they're mm-hmm. supposed to be i've heard horror stories of people losing their entire entire like final fantasy 7 save file Oof. because now you have to up i mean that's an entire mess how you have to update to play
0: yep. final
1: fantasy uh 5 the playstation or final fantasy 7 on the playstation 5 version and with the new update it's an entire mess especially Mm -hmm. with the digital console which now Mm -hmm. some people are just shit out of luck there so it's it's crazy just i i can't express it enough that Xbox did a fantastic job with making this transition into this next generation as seamless as possible.
0: Which is fucking crazy because it's Microsoft.
1: Because it's Microsoft. Meanwhile, on the other end of Microsoft, most PCs aren't even going to be able to run Windows 11, so (laughs) there's that too. Uh, (laughs) And as far
0: as I can see, most of the things expressed in Windows 11 was rounded corners. Right. (laughs) Welcome to fucking, you know, Mac OS X. Meanwhile,
1: Meanwhile, you have to have a fucking state of the art PC in order Jesus. to run the game. Oh my thing. god. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, on the micro, on the Xbox side, great. So I I just wanted to touch on a on those yeah, things because no. I have now had some time with both consoles and
0: So what do you actually like more though? Uh,
1: that see that that's tough. I really really enjoy PlayStation's new controller. Like
0: um, I mean, I guess the question I should say more is like I mean the controller, yes. I, I will stand by the PlayStation controller because I played the Series X at your house and I, I picked the controller up. I'm like, this is just a thing. little beefier of a I mean, yeah. it, it felt a little bit more rigid.
1: Build build material was better, but But you don't really want smaller. to fuck it's, with that
0: controller because it's a really solid it's, controller. It's but pretty much the adaptive controller. triggers, once you have those, it's it's, it's a game like. <laughs> it's a game changer. Right. pun intended. Um, um I,
1: I don't know. I, I, like what? Really what is know. the best
0: system right now with the game? Because it's about games. Yeah, well. Like that's my big thing, right? Is like yes, UI. I get it, totally understand mm-hmm. it. I'm a huge UI person, but like if you go on value right now, like I say, I owned both systems before. Yeah. Am I getting more feel of a next gen system right now? Out of the PlayStation because of the games available or because of the controller, the UI, and the games? Or am I getting more of that feel from the Xbox because of the controller, the UI, and the games?
1: You are getting more of a next-gen experience from the PlayStation right now, 100%.
0: But if I'm Xbox and I come out with more games, let's not say like incredible games, just just next gen games. Yeah. If I'm playing those next just next gen games on the Xbox, am I still getting a feel of next gen or am I are you am I losing it possibly because of the familiarity like you said that brings up cuz keep in mind too, right? Like you you also you spoke on like I think the argument for a lot of people would be okay, cool, yeah, but you own an Xbox before, but that's bullshit because you just said like it also just does a bunch of shit for you. So you don't even have, have to have owned an xbox before right mind you i'm sure it was easier for you to navigate shit because you owned one right right? you're familiar with the actual ui itself but
1: um so as far as next gen games they feel pretty much the same across the board for me i mean i'm not i'm not sitting here pulling a digital foundry and like checking everything on them to see you know what the difference is and this yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. you know but i mean scarlet nexus with with the, the the 4k and the hdr setup i i don't even know if it runs at 4k honestly but it looks gorgeous like it runs mm-hmm. fantastic everything feels buttery smooth to the point where it's almost alarming how smooth it you, feels right
0: you know what i don't enjoy about this gen so far especially on playstation When Ratchet and Client, the fact where you can sit there and be like... And they just had the update where you can have performance RT with the 60 frames per second. Or you go into the fidelity mode, which gives you 60 frames per second and then all of the graphic stuff. Just play the game on the highest setting you possibly can. I understand you want to give me the difference between 120 and 60 and 30.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, just by default, just make it that.
1: I think we'll get to that point. But I think... With the consoles being as new as they are, I think they're just trying to optimize it one way or another. So, so Xbox is doing that for you too. Uh, no. Uh, Well, I haven't gone into the settings too much. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's not popping
0: up for you. No, but like, so like on PlayStation, every game that I've played now Mm -hmm. that's been PS5 focused. So whether it was the remaster Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, Mm -hmm. the first time you start that game up, it in a pop-up says, "Hey, these are what you know. These are the different modes you can play in." Just like, I, I why don't why give me the best mode? Just, so just pick one.
1: I haven't really seen that, but I also haven't played a next-gen Xbox game, right? So I played yeah. Scarlet Nexus, but that released across both Xbox One, PlayStation 4, all that shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't played a, a solely Xbox next-gen game because... What? there really aren't there are any none. right everything has just been an upgraded version right and i usually don't go into the setting i will usually leave it on fidelity because the performance really doesn't mess with me too much i mean i'm not seeing massive frame drops in any of the games that have come out no i, I mean played, like y'all oh, you're not playing at
0: 60 frames per second it's like okay it's staying at a steady 30 right who cares
1: it's hitting the 30 mark perfectly fine, and that's good enough. And you're getting me, your ray right? tracing
0: and everything else. so Right,
1: I mean... and it just looks gorgeous. Like, I played all of Spider-Man in, in fidelity mode. I played all of Ratchet & Clank in fidelity mode, I believe. Um, yeah, th- that's usually the option I select because they look gorgeous, but mm-hmm. and I don't really care so much about the, the extra 30 frames per minute because it's almost jarring to me anyway (laughs) it is in big fights and stuff it's it's it's
0: pretty crazy it's okay for like spider-man when there's a big wide open space and you can use the sky as a delta in your vision right because it just looks a lot smoother but once you start getting into fights at 60 frames per second you're like holy shit you know you gotta do like a double take it's a blur
1: so right now as far as if you're trying to play upscaled games like with new ps5 versions xbox honestly does a better job of making sure you get that proper version
0: right because um, it's confusing to people if they don't really read is. it it's i mean it's
1: confusing for me yeah, and you I open it up and you're like all the time you're like
0: performance rt fidelity you know like the general public, like what the fuck is that we're right. not reading no not,
1: and most the the average consumer is not going to spend a bunch of time going after all of this stuff granted in the first year of a console launch most of the time the people that are buying them are not um, not average consumers they'll usually wait I agree, right yeah. it, it's usually pretty diehard people that are buying consoles in the first year of the launch um, or scalpers uh, <laughs> <laughs> On PlayStation, though, since they have had some next-gen games that have launched, if you are truly after a next-gen experience, especially with the adaptive triggers and all the crazy things that controller can do, that is technically, at this point, the better place to experience next-gen. 100%. I just... I thoroughly appreciate what Xbox has done to make it as easy as possible to mm-hmm. get the proper version of games. And, and it's
0: fascinating it. to me because a lot of their marketing and leading up to this has been about being the most advanced gaming machine and powerful right. game machine. And that just cognitively to somebody would express that, you know, there's complication to the product.
1: Right. And I mean, yeah, absolutely. and Which might be hurting them. Honestly, a lot of people... I mean, how many people probably don't even have TVs that can run some of this shit, right? Like, yeah, I mean, to, how many people don't have TVs run, that can do HDR? Yeah, which has been commonplace for a couple years now, yeah. but most people aren't going out and buying a new TV every year. So, I, I mean, even one of my TVs, like the TVs I have in, in, in this room right here have HDR 4K, right? They have mm-hmm. that support. Same and with this I, one behind me. That was something me, yeah. I actively went yeah. out and bought purposely for that reason right because i was trying to future-proof myself a little bit but i don't think either of my other two tvs in our house have that capability no 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 this is the only tv in my house that has it we've got two
0: tvs in the house yeah the one in the living room no does 1080p yeah actually does 1080i nice downstairs yeah i've had that tv for like seven years
1: good thing the switch is hooked up to it then yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs>
0: Dude, it can right. hardly get 1080p. Right. Docked. But, so Yeah,
1: it's, it's. Um, I don't know. They're mm. both fantastic experiences, but to actually see that new next gen on Xbox, to see what it can actually do with a game that is solely created with the next gen in mind. Mm-hmm that will be kind of a true testament of what it can do and what it what it excels at and where that where that line is blurred between the two consoles right now as far as an actual next gen experience playstation does it a little bit better but xbox is also still doing a fantastic job they're they're not slacking i mean that console is fucking crazy powerful right and it can every game that i've played on it looks gorgeous especially because i've only played really you know xbox optimized or series x slash s optimized games on it and everything looks gorgeous the frame rate's buttery smooth everything is just fantastic on it mm-hmm. but i mean technically right now playstation is really the only console that's launched next gen games you got Ratchet and Clank, you got demon souls you got spider-man you know and uh returnal uh things like that and it's so it is kind of hard it's not exactly apples to apples right now it's a little bit of apples to oranges right and mm-hmm. um they're both very fantastic and i i i don't get behind console wars by any means they both have their benefits in in each place but um i whichever console you choose no, you to just buy started or, a console war yeah probably um but whichever console you choose to buy you're you're buying a fantastic console i i Wholeheartedly believe that they're both incredible for what they for what they do.
0: So, do you want me to go into why I think this PlayStation is going to be far superior? Now
1: you're going to start the console war, you motherfucker! Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you pony.
0: (laughs) Uh, Um, so I did some research and some due diligence on this whole. So, I've been farming Chia for the last couple of months, which is a Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency. And you have to use an M.2 drive for it. And and most of the, the calculations of processing of it is done via storage. It's not doesn't need to use a GPU like you would mine Bitcoin with, right? Or other other cryptocurrencies. And so it got me fascinated because I was like, boy, you know, storage is something that we really haven't we've we've always changed capacity for the last while. I'm nerding out big time. But we have not changed the speed as much as we have with other technologies. Um, and and what's fascinating is if you think of it like from the standpoint of a car, it's like we focused on the engine, but we've never focused on feeding the engine as quickly as possible in the most efficient way with the gasoline or fuel that it needs, right? And so we've gotten to that point. So when, when the PlayStation, I went back and I watched the whole presentation from mark cerny which be it dry i fucking loved it i mean i would love to have a beer with mark cerny one day or something just fucking crazy guy um when they were when they were doing this stuff with with um the ssds in playstations at the time that they announced it it was doing five and a half gigs per second okay which is an immense amount of data per second something to calculate out right at that time they were doing that at the time that they were doing that really the highest level market one could do three and a half gigs a second Mm -hmm. all right now where we're at the highest throughput and speed is around seven okay but the difference is is that the way that the ssd is made for ps5 is completely custom to the playstation 5 in terms of the silicon behind it and that silicon feasibly can take what that 7.7 has and can blow it out of the fucking park because it dedicates streams for it so like i, I started thinking okay cool would one be able to use an m.2 like a, a standard m.2 drive in it no not going to happen, not going to be able to happen. It has to be a specific speed, a specific read-write. Because if it's not, it can't run the fucking games properly. At all. Like it has to pass through that silicon that's inside of the actual PlayStation 5 itself. Um, so I started looking at pricing, I went, boy, what's the price of that? 499 for a terabyte. The problem is materials and supply chain shortage. And we're still waiting for Moore's Law to take a send on that, right? And to lower the cost of that stuff. It will eventually, the M.2 drives will eventually go down in price. However, I don't think we're going to have the M.2 stuff be announced or released or anything for a very long time. Like I fully suspect it to take almost a year and a half, if not two years
1: Ooh, for them uh... to
0: feel comfortable in coming out and saying, Hey, if you want to upgrade the, you know, memory in your system, not the memory, the, the storage in your system, you know, it's going to cost $500. It costs as much as a fucking system. There's no way they're going to do that. There's no fucking way. Cause again, you can't plop in, an M2 drive, people are like, well, I'll just use an external. You can't. You can't use an external M2 drive the way that it's set up. There's no There's no USB 3.0 port that's capable of transmitting that data right now through that port into the silicon chip that they have inside of the PlayStation itself. Now, the benefit of this is that the Series X, the way it gets its power is through a processor, a GPU. And right. their processor is Great, cool, it's fantastic. However, the way that Sony has done this with the SSD will blow out the fucking Series X oh, yeah. in a couple years. will blow it out of the fucking water.
1: Yep.
0: The way I mean, that they've built that's this. That's
1: what we've said since the specs were announced too. I mean...
0: I mean, you can't change a GPU other than opening some cores, and they've fucking opened almost all the cores up. You can inject some, maybe some machine learning and stuff like that into it, yeah. but it can't do what the fucking SSD can do in the, in the PSI. So yeah, I mean, I fully expect it to be at least another year, if not more, before they even come out and say, hey, here's what it is and here's what it's going to cost because there's two problems. There's the factor of the general public is not going to make the right fucking decision and buy the right one with the right right uh, write speeds and read speeds. So Sony's going to have to team up with Seagate and offer like a Sony-specific stick that you buy. Okay. Or the real heavy nerds are going to be able to go and be like, yeah, I can use the Seagate, you know, X7245B, whatever, and it'll work with the yeah. PlayStation because it's the same model. So you have that, but then you have the price.
1: So, <clears throat> um, yeah, they, the, 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 uh, the, the only thing that about that theory, which I'm not saying it's wrong because I wouldn't be surprised but they also did say that it would be announced this summer. And I don't think so. To, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just yeah. saying they, they did come out and say that, which in hindsight was probably a bad choice. Yeah. Um, also though, they said they were going to go through and find an official or make an official list of what would be up to standard according to, to their, their, deal right but the other problem is counterfeits that get mixed in with amazon orders even oh my god we see it it in sd cards even right (sighs) so you can buy an s or micro sd card off of amazon it could say sandisk on it but what happened is somebody made counterfeits sold them to amazon amazon throws them basically in a big fucking bin and then they just grab one so you could order specifically from sandisk's drop ship basically whatever it is, you know, yeah, however you yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to describe it. Right. Uh, and get a counterfeit. And the same thing could happen with this eventually too. We don't see it as much, uh, in SSD, but it, I mean, it's very common in micro S or micro, uh, um, uh, micro SD cards. Uh, and we very well could see it, especially as PlayStation is trying to get more. Bro. More I bought, storage.
0: I bought an external hard drive in college. Mm hmm and i plugged it in i bought it online it was cheap i plugged it in it was supposed to be like 500 gigs it was 50 gigs i opened i opened the case to it okay mm-hmm. it was a fucking thumb drive <laughs> in the case with a female adapter for yeah. the usb okay to go into it and then there was seven fucking washers hot glued into the case to make it feel heavier
1: no shit but so that that could be a potential issue and also i mean if all playstation 5 games have to be saved to this internal storage not just saved
0: an- the the the, the well, future of this is processing as well
1: right well i just mean from a, a very basic standpoint right? oh Maybe yeah 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 like Anything that's next-gen has to be saved to this internal on both systems unless you get the, the, the Seagate drive for the Xbox, right?
0: Which is fucking expensive.
1: Which is $220.
0: But a lot dumber.
1: Correct. But it's it, you can expand your storage right now. Yeah. PlayStation, you cannot. No. And it that thing fills up real quick because it's only, I think, once, once everything's said and done, you only have like 600 and something gigs on it. Because it was only like a 750 gig. Yeah, it's some uh, weird number. But anyway, yeah, it wasn't a a normal even number, right? But so that's going to be a serious issue because mine's been chock full pretty much since damn near day one, right? Like it it did not take very much for for that to be full, especially with fucking Call of Duty that's just massive at this point. Mine is
0: not full yet, but i am also not someone who keeps a ton of shit downloaded on their system i'll uninstall it and then i can just download it later i mean See, the combative to, thing here is because people will be like well if you don't have the storage i mean you just have really good internet Some, as we've stressed numerous times on this fucking show you have gig internet if you drive 10 fucking minutes west people have like two fucking gigs or yeah, two megs absolutely. sorry down
1: absolutely yeah. I mean, people and do it's... not understand
0: the pockets of internet across America. And it's oh, it's no. not like it's like – it's not like it's this is the minority of America. The fucking majority of America mm-hmm. does not have solid internet access.
1: The, yeah, it, it's – the idea of not being able to upgrade my storage for another couple years is insane.
0: Yeah, I, I, I really think it's going to be – I like if they announce something, it's going to be, hey – we're working on dedicated sticks, and you can expect those holiday something. But because the other problem too is there's not only the material issue and the supply chain issues, right. obviously that that renders to cost, but it's it's being duly fucked because of people like me who are just buying M. Two drives because they want to fucking farm different cryptocurrency because there's numerous cryptocurrency coming out now with M. Two drives, and that's way better than buying a fucking GPU all the time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, mean, yeah, just crazy. Like, in my household alone, uh, it's me and the two kids that typically play. So, we have all beat Miles Morales. And Mm -hmm. now, uh, but my kids like to go back through it again. So, I can't delete the damn game off of my hard drive because my kids like to play it still. I'd have to delete the kids. That's right. So, it's, (laughs) but it's so crazy to think that this is next gen and everything, and obviously, yeah, there's there's giant restrictions in what we can get right now because there's been supply chains that have been fucked and everything else, right? Like, yeah, it's not a normal console launch, right? But it, it's so insane to oh, they
0: pigeonhole themselves,
1: right? Exactly, and which, like you said, later down the road is going to be a great thing, but right now it's a really bad thing because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are going to fill this up very quickly, especially as more games continue to launch and things like that. Well, yeah, and and and, and... it's it's gonna be a a major um thing against the playstation for a couple years or until this is a regularly available thing yeah because it, it i mean like i said m- mine's been full for months and i have to just constantly move shit around or yep. and get rid of things and it's it yeah i can run last gen games off of the the external, external. hard drive but anything new gen and new gen games are just going to keep coming and people aren't going to be able to upgrade storage we've had we've had upgradable storage since like the N64 for everything yeah. right like you can you could buy the memory pack for the N64, memory packs right <laughs> or I mean, GameCube, you had the the memory cards cards that had the blocks on it. Like, everything has had this expandable storage, so people are so used to it. And so when you get to the point where, yeah, once we can get these and we can install them into the PlayStation, it's not going to be difficult, but the problem is getting the damn thing. And if that's a couple years out, that's two years of not being able to upgrade storage, which is crazy when you don't even have a terabyte on the console to begin with. Mm -hmm. That's a lot, man. I also think
0: people are – and journalists are – From what I've studied on it, and there's a teardown on everything, I think people are overestimating to the fucking moon how many options they're going to have in terms of what M.2 drives they can buy. I really think you're literally only going to be able to buy one brand, one kind specific to it. And it's going to be Seagate
1: which they should have they shouldn't have said anything about it then to begin with because that is not how they've they've marketed yeah. this at all no because they they very much said this summer it will be announced and you'll be able to upgrade your storage and they also said that once they'll have a list of of m.2 drives that you can get to install at some point point. and to say that stuff and then have to backtrack on it is not going to be a good look and and I'm there's nothing they can do about it, right? Because they pigeonholed themselves, just like you said. But they they put the cart before the horse and said too much, and now they've put themselves in a real awkward position. Because I don't disagree with you at all. I yeah. I fully agree that this is going to be a problem. But boy, from a from a standpoint of four forty nine
0: for a terabyte.
1: This is going to be a PR fucking nightmare for them when it does come out that if this is 100% how it ends up going, it's going to be bad. There's going to be a lot of people that have negative reactions to this big time. I mean, it depending on how it goes and how long it's going to be, I mean, it could be very negative reactions to this over time. I mean, it could be also one of those things where, for me personally, I may buy Battlefield on Xbox just because I know I can upgrade the storage or I can do things like that to where third-party games Maybe bought on my Xbox now because that's the only thing I can fucking do and just buy first party games on PlayStation, right? Like, yeah, it's not a great situation to be in, and I don't think they, I mean, obviously, they didn't foresee this when they were planning this console out for the last you know five, six, seven years. I mean, years. they
0: were though because they developed like I mean, when they not to when this they, level
1: though, the 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 problem well, they had, getting no, but they, and, I
0: mean, it was only It was only a year and a half ago when Mark Cerny was standing on stage. And when he was standing on stage talking about the the, the storage and the read and write speeds on it, nobody had that speed. Did not fucking exist. Right. On this earth. Like completely ground up, groundbreaking tech. Right. And so, I mean, they knew. They knew it's expensive as fuck. And Moore's Law, I mean, typically helps out a lot, but Moore's Law has slowed down a bit over the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Especially when it comes to this kind of shit. Because now we're just trying to get into the the machine learning of of things to make our shit work better for us.
1: And the, the pandemic through a wrench and everything too. So oh, they, yeah, They probably estimated that they'd be able to get costs down on these quite a bit, you know, by this time, no, absolutely. Um, but with everything slowing down and I mean, the prices are through the roof for everything right now in that mm-hmm. regard, because mm-hmm. people are mining and also there's a shortage in general and all this stuff. So it's, it, it's very, I think there's a certain element of it that is unforeseen, but I, I agree there when, when you're talking about doing groundbreaking things like that, I you you run the risk of mm-hmm. I, I mean pay, paying the same price as the fucking console in order to get another terabyte, terabyte. of storage.
0: yeah and you know crazy. people are gonna want to buy like two terabytes, three, four to get it the fuck over with yeah so you don't have to because uh, you can't expand beyond that.
1: They have a version of the console that's solely digital too. I mean granted, all games pretty much have to be downloaded anyway. And saved onto a console, so it doesn't really matter too much, but it's just. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's, that's gonna, that's gonna piss some real, it's gonna piss people off big time. I don't I, want I to be right. I, I, I don't think you're wrong, but I hope to God you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Same.
0: God, I hope I'm wrong.
1: Oh, man.
0: Anyways, that'll do it. Put on there, just a sad note like that at the end on my findings.
1: I think this might be our longest episode other than the one we – our 200th episode with uh, WASD. <laughs> yeah, a definitely could one.
0: be. It's a long one. It's a long boy. Um, guys, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Um, you can follow me on uh, PlayStation. My PSN is Maple Jeff.
1: And mine is Luscious Brody. You can also find me on Xbox as at Luscious Brody.
0: Let's go. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter uh, at uh, God, I think I fucking changed my at. I think is that Jeff James here. I I think I changed it the other oh day. My God. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> no, it is Jeff James here at Jeff yeah. James here. We're good. We're good. Uh, I'm you can an find idiot. me on
1: Twitter also at uh, Brody Fultz. B-R-O-D-Y-F-U-L-T-Z. I don't post anything. I I run the Diggity channel. So if you really want to follow me, you can just hop over to the Diggity channel.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Diggity on uh Diggity Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah. Uh, um thanks for listening, guys. Uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell your friends we're available on all major podcast platforms. And we also stream live every single Thursday evening around nine, nine thirty Eastern time. I feel like we should probably go to nine. Said nine thirty.
1: Yeah. yeah, we probably should.
0: Yeah, this makes it a little bit easier. Not up as late. Um, but until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will see you
1: later.